Welcome to the Life Church Sermon Podcast. We're a church based in North Dallas with a desire to help people love God, love people, and make a difference. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. And so, boys and girls, here's something very, very important. Not one time did Jesus ever command you guys to grow up fast. He never said, kids, I hope you act like the adults. There is nowhere in Scripture where God says, kill your inner child. But he constantly reminds us that even though we become adults, we are to summon that inner child. He didn't tell the kids to act like the disciples. He told the disciples, unless you come to me with the faith of a, you can't even see the kingdom. If you want to see the kingdom, we cannot come with our cynicism, with our prejudices, with our biases, with our judgments. With our, we've got to come with the faith of the child. Everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. So that's what we're going to do here today. Everybody say okay. Amen. Say okay. Now, we want Jesus to get in our heart. Everybody say in my heart. How many of you like ice cream? Some of you ain't going to heaven. You might want to get on board with this one. Well, I've already prefaced this one. How many of you like ice cream again? It's Texas. It's hot, okay? If you're drinking hot coffee in 104-degree weather, you need Jesus, all right? It's already 104 degrees, all right? So, yes, ice cream. If I had a bowl of ice cream in my hand right now, and it was covered in hot fudge, with sprinkles, yes, and a cherry on top, and I want that bowl of ice cream in my belly. I take that ice cream, and I cream it up my nose. Is that how it gets in my belly? That's not how it works. I know. I cram it in my ear. Ow! Goodness gracious, that hurt. Is that how it gets in your belly? Do you stuff it in your ear? Up your nose? In your eyes? You cram it in your belly button. You go, Yes, you join the Naval Academy. You cram it in your belly button, all right? Oh, you put it in your mouth? That's how it gets. I know, I know, I know. We look at the ice cream and say, ice cream. I believe you are ice cream. And I receive you into my belly. And I thank you because I am now full. Can you talk a bowl of ice cream into your belly? Say no. And you can't use your words to get ice cream in your belly. And you can't use your words to get Jesus in your heart. But you can use his words. Everybody say, yeah. Say yes. Does anybody want to speak in his language? Say, oh yeah. yeah. Shout, oh yeah. yeah. And not even the angels get to speak in that language. That's how awesome it is. Everybody say, "Uh uh-huh. Say, "Uh uh-huh. Now, I taught them in the first service. Those of you who rolled over, I got to teach you this next part. It's the Pentecostal preacher voice, okay? This is the only thing I learned in Bible college is this right here, okay? So I need you to take a deep breath. Repeat after me. Man, you guys are so much better than that first service. We need to wake them up. They need to serve more coffee. All right. Here we go. The book of Daniel. Chapter number. I feel like a puppet. I got this hand just waving all over the place. Yes, Daniel chapter 6. It's this great, great guy named, guess what, Daniel. (laughs) 
Yes, these guys, you know, they knew how to listen to God, but they were, you know, their creativity was just, you know, John really lacked a lot. There's John, and then there's First John, which is the second book of John. Which, sorry, so now counting's out the door. Then there's Second John and Third John, and finally he got a revelation to call a book something else, you know. So, so Daniel... The book of Daniel, chapter number six. Daniel's this great guy. Everybody say, "Uh uh-huh. But when we find Daniel in chapter six, he is, he's not doing so great. Everybody say, "Uh uh-oh. Say, what's up, Danny? Daniel is alone. Everybody say, alone. Has anybody ever felt alone? Has anybody ever felt alone in a group of people? Can I get an amen? But Daniel, in this situation, Daniel is really alone. It's dark. Everybody say, it's really dark. Yes, it's, oh, I missed my spot. (sighs) I feel like a pimple on my white head. (laughs) So, you can call me Brother Acne. (laughs) (laughs) he's alone everybody say alone it's dark it smells terrible everybody say why well because well he's in a bad situation and they put him in this dark place and they shut the door the bible says it was sealed shut everybody go which means the air couldn't move have you ever been in a place where air couldn't move and it just all of a sudden started smelling you know like armpits and It's just nasty. Everybody go, ew. So it stinks, and the air's hot and heavy, and he's alone, and it's dark. And there's just like little glimpses of light that come around through the opening, and he can see the remnants of previous tenants that occupied that room. But what scares him the most are the creatures roaming around him. And they're growling. They got this low, which doesn't sound terrifying in a room this big surrounded by people. But when you're alone in a den of lions, it's the most terrifying sound. He can hear every paw hit the ground, and it bounces off the walls like it's this great big loud drum. Everybody go, ooh. Say, he's in, everybody go, a lion's den. Yes. Say, how did he get there? Daniel got there because he was doing what was right. Everybody say, Daniel got there because he was doing what was right. Everybody say, huh? Say, huh? He was praying. That's why he wound up in the lion's den. Everybody say, really? He wound up in the lion's den for praying. Everybody go, huh? Have you ever done what was right and felt like you were in trouble for it? Have you ever been trying to do good and felt like bad only happened to you? Everybody say, hmm. He was praying and they just made a new law. And they said you couldn't pray to anybody else but the king. And Daniel's like, I'm not doing that. 
So Daniel did what he always did. He got up in the morning and he prayed to the Lord. Everybody say, <gasps> and they burst into his house. They broke in and then they then they started making these accusations. Then they chained him up and then they threw him in a lion's den. Everybody say, that's not fair. Look at your neighbor. Say, sometimes life isn't fair. I need you to say that out loud again. Say, sometimes life isn't fair. And that does not need to hurt your feelings because it's not fair for everyone. Matter of fact, there's nothing in the Bible that says God is fair. And we don't want him to be fair. It's not fair that he died for all of my sins. It's not fair that he died for everything that I'd ever do wrong, whether or not I chose to ask him to forgive me or not. That's not fair, but he did it anyway. I'm kind of glad God's okay with not fair. Amen? So here he is. He's in this den of lions. Everybody say, ooh. Now, I'm going to tell you the end of the story in order to tell you the reality of it. Everybody say, huh? Just follow along. You'll catch it. The next day, actually, we don't know if it's the next day. We don't know if one night goes by. We don't know if five nights go by. The Bible doesn't tell us. It just says, in the morning. Everybody say, in the morning. The king came running. Because here's the thing. The king made the law, but the king loved Daniel. And so he came running to check on him. And they opened the door to the den, and he called down into the den, Daniel, did your God deliver you? And Daniel said, yes. Everybody say, yes. Yes. And here's what Daniel said. He said, the Lord sent angels to shut the mouths of the lions. Everybody say, he shut their mouth. Everybody go, yes. Shout yes. Aren't you glad he shut the mouths of the lions? Say, oh, yeah. Clap your hands real loud. Here's my issue with that, Pastor Man. I am a nerd, okay? I don't know if you've picked up on that. I'm a nerd, all right? I'm just a geek. I love, I love Animal Planet, and I love National Geographic, and I love lions. This is what I know about lions. A lion could have hurt Daniel and killed Daniel a thousand different ways and never opened its mouth. So why did God put that statement in his holy word? Why is it important? Everybody say, why is it important? I mean, one of them, a lion can weigh over 500 pounds. A male lion can. That lion could literally just walk over and sit on me and I'd be dead. He could take a nap. It's Sunday afternoon. I'm dead. Goodbye. He could do that. A lion, they have four paws, and in each paw, there's four or five claws that are inch and a half long at least. That lion never needed to open its mouth to hurt Daniel. And there's not just one of them. There's many of them. Everybody say, a lot of them. For the record, a lot of lions is any one lion close to you. (laughs) That's a lot of lions. (laughs) Just saying. I'm just putting that out there. But the reason why it's important, I started doing some digging. Everybody say, what did you find? A lion, when it roars, it can get so loud. Now, they measure volume or sound. Everybody say, sound. Sound. Say, sound. sound. 
It's a word called decibel. Everybody say decibel. So we know how much we weigh. That is called pounds. Everybody say pounds. Or if you're English, it's the money. <laughs> Would you like some tea and crumpets with that? Yes, and so it's pounds. You know, and so the way they measure volume, it's decibels. A lion's roar can get up to 118 decibels, which is louder than what this sanctuary was in the middle of worship. It can be heard five miles away. And if that roar happened in an enclosed room, one lion, everybody say one, say one lion. If it roared real loud, Daniel would have been immediately deaf. It would have burst both his eardrums and he'd been bleeding from his ears. Because of the pain caused in his head, he would fall to the ground and he could not move. He'd be paralyzed. And because he's paralyzed, he could not talk. He would not be able to say anything. He would not be able to hear anything. And he would not be able to move. So when the Bible says that when the king asked him a question and he immediately answered, there's your miracle. Because he heard him, he was able to respond. And when our enemy starts making a lot of noise, the first thing he wants to do is shut down your ability to hear God, speak to God, and move towards God. Because we live in a world full of noise. There's Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and Disney Plus and Netflix and Hulu and on and on and on and on and Xbox and PS5. And then there's cell phones and then there's iPads and then there's eyebrows and then there's, you know, we got eye everything. We've got all kinds of noise. And that's the outside noise. And then there's the stuff within. Have you ever gotten up in the morning and just felt guilty? Like inside you were screaming at yourself for a mistake you made the previous day? Some of you woke up with that this morning. The reason why I'm not screaming and yelling right now is because some of you have been listening to screams and yells and the, voice and the sounds of lions in your own life from the moment your eyes opened. You right now, you're having a hard time just focusing on me because of all the commotion going on within your soul. It's a hard thing to do. Everybody say, it's hard. I wonder, Pastor, I wonder if there is a scripture in God's word that, that, that talks about us. Now, I'm going to have you read that in a second, but there's one, there's one in the New Testament that talks about how noisy our enemy can be. I, want, I think it's in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that your adversary, the devil, walketh about as a roaring, as a what? Seeking whom he may. He just makes noise. He's really good at it. He's really good at noise. Look at your neighbor and say, noise. Say loud. Obnoxious noise. Has anybody ever been in a car with someone who just knew how to make a loud, obnoxious noise? It's so frustrating. And it doesn't even have to be very loud. My brother drove my uncle up a wall because he knew how to imitate a cricket. He'd do a cricket chirp. I couldn't, I can't even do it. My uncle literally pulled off the side of the road. Everybody get out of the truck so he can find the cricket. 
spent 10 minutes. I found that cricket. Uncle Dan is hysterical. You just, I can tell stories about Uncle Dan all day. They all get back in. They're one mile down the road, and Jared goes, and, and, and Dan's just screaming. Wah! How many of you will wreck your car because of mosquitoes in the car? How many of you will wreck your car if there's a spider in your car? <laughs> yes. You know, it's loud. It's noisy. And he's in there. Everybody say, he's in there. And he's alone. Say, he's alone. Say, it's dark. But some way, the Bible does not tell us what Daniel does, but it tells us what happens. And there's only two things I know in God's word that can cause an angel to show up. It's when you start praying or you start praising. When those two things happen, that's when God starts sending angels out. If you just sit there and you say nothing and you never move and nothing ever comes out of your mouth, no movement ever happens in your body, that's when angels don't move. But as soon as you move, as soon as you pray, as soon as you say, Jesus, I'm alone. I'm alone. I need your help. I need your help. We love the Psalms. Everybody say yes. You need to read the book of Psalms. David, David is the most emotional person in the Bible. He goes from one extreme to the other. We love, you know, this 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> read the 22nd one. <laughs> he forgot his medication on the 22nd one. <laughs> it's true. He's like, opening scripture, oh my God, where art thou? It's verse 1. What? You're letting them eat me up. You're letting them hurt me. Say bad things about me. You've left me alone. And read it. It's in, in your Bible where David cries out in Psalms 22. Protect me from their swords and shut the mouths of lions. Say, hmm. Say, hmm. I need the musicians to come up. Hurry, 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 hurry. I need you to come up. I need those words up. I'm going to need those words because I think I've sung so many songs. I don't know which song I'm about ready to sing. So we're going to wing this one. <laughs> I'm going to get it on my phone. But pastor, you got some scriptures. You got some scriptures. Now I'm going to ask you to read. They're found in the book of Psalms. Everybody say, okay. Hear me. Here's the solution. If you're in this place and you need God to silence lions, if you're here and you are tired of being controlled and your life being dictated by your fear and your anxiety and your depression and your frustration, if you are tired of your past screaming at you every time you wake up in the morning and hovering over you like a dark cloud throughout your day, there is a solution to that. There is a way for God to silence the lions. He will do it. He did it for Daniel. He will do it for you. But it requires us to do something. Every Look at somebody and say, I got to do something. He's not going to do it if you just sit there. He's not going to do it just because you dressed up nice and came here. You got to do something. And here's the solution. Pastor, could you read that? Read those verses for me. I prayed to the Lord. I prayed. Everybody say pray. And what did, God, what did God do? And he answered me. Yeah. 
And what did he do? He freed me from all my fears. In my desperation, I prayed. Yeah. And the Lord listened. Yeah. And what's he going to do when he listens and hears us? He saved me from all my troubles. Yeah. And? For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Jesus, I want angels to be in this place. I want angels to be in this place. I want angels to fill this room and make their way up and down aisles and in between rows. I want you then to snuggle up against your, the wonderful people of TLC because I don't know what they need and I can't heal anybody. I can't save anybody. I can't restore anybody. But oh, great God Almighty, you can. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you were inspired by today's sermon. Connect with the Life Church through our website, tlcdallas.com, and on Facebook and Instagram at TLC Dallas. Remember, together we can love God, love people, and make a difference. God bless.